This is Kevin. And this is Kelsey. From Out Here Having a Pint. And you're listening to... Beers and the Big Screen Podcast. Oh, yeah. Everybody, this is yeah. Bo with Beers in the Big Screen back with another episode. Exciting Woo-hoo. episode, yeah. We got the usuals back. We got Kevin, Kelsey, and Shayla. Woo-hoo. What's going on? <laughs> that deserves a cheers. Come on, round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what right. feels good to be back. I- I know. Had a long weekend. Was in New York over. Mm-hmm. You were bachelor. in New York on your bachelor party, mm-hmm. chilling at Applebee's. Oh. Mm. Shayla likes to give me shit because uh, we went to the world's largest Applebee's. Twice. Wow. To the bar, though. The bar. Was um, it late night? One of the nights was. Uh, one, <laughs> hey, uh, the first time we went was at like 11 in the morning. So oh it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Did you have an Oreo shake? No. Oh. It's at the bar the whole time. I had like fireball shots and some beer. Mm. So why not? Fuck yeah. It. We're in the big apple. Go to the biggest Applebee's. I guess. <laughs> You know what? I never thought about it like that. You know, Fuck New it. York, the Big Apple, the Big Apple Bees. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. Why not? See, I don't, I don't feel bad for you now. No, so that's no, all right. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's all good. And what an uh, experience New York was. When they say mm. it's a concrete jungle, holy shit. Really? Were they not lying? Because it was nuts there. The, the amount of people, the different types of people. Like, I, the driving... Right, constant horn honking. I, I don't know if I can do it. It's busy. I think it's like the. It's probably the biggest tourist attraction city in the United States. Really, has to be. And would I go back? Absolutely. Because every every disaster movie, New York gets it every time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They get it. They get. They get monsters, tornadoes, aliens, aliens. just anything, war, nuclear bombs. I mean, yeah, you name it. it yeah, all. they get it all. <laughs> I would be scared to live in New York, actually. Right, right. I'd be like, I, hmm, I want to get it. <laughs> I, I would be kind of scared. Would. Um, well, let's see what we got drinking mm. today. We got some uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hell yeah. Broken Skull yeah. Light beer. Can I get one beer? Can I get two beers? Can I get three beers? Oh, hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. That's my st- I, I, I don't have a Steve Austin uh, voice, but um, we broke you broke this out, and I was like, oh, God. We did, um, uh, on Out Here Having a Pint podcast, we did drink this beer. But you know what? This one... Is a lot better than the one that we had for sure. I like it. It's uh, six point seven. Yeah, it's pretty good. It El is, Segundo Brewing Company. It is pretty good. I'm trying to look at see what hops they made uh, with. So it just says it's designed by Steve Austin, um, and the brewery is called El. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna chop El, this uh, name up. Segudo. Segundo. Segundo. Okay. All right. If I'm butchering it, somebody correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> so it does feature a Citra Cascade and um, Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. New 
Or now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It kind of reminds me of uh, beers that you brew if you home brewed. And I think it's the Chinook hops that comes through on this mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah, he's got a lager out there I'd like to try too. Really? I think he just recently put it out. Oh, so shit. Kelsey, you like those lagers. Crispy boys. Crispy boys. Boys. This is not bad, man. I am like. Really digging this beer, really. I, I know. I was I was hoping yeah. you would. I'd... We had one from uh, one of those before, right? It was before COVID for sure. But it wasn't that beer, was it? No, yeah, it was this beer. Oh, because it tastes like. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what though? <laughs> to be fair though, we had it in the back of the SUV, so it got hot. Oh yeah, and it yeah. sat there, and then. I don't even think we got to it until four months later anyway, so the hops mm-hmm. are dead. Oh, if you have yeah. an IPA in a can, if you have it in your refrigerator at least, well, it depends. Normally, about four months, it, the flavor is going to start to fall off. But I've been surprised because I've opened a can of beers that were that old in my fridge, and it still tasted fresh and great. Yeah, so, not, not the trunk of your car. Yeah, Truck yeah. of our car, it's like Christmas Day every time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, where'd that beer come from? How long has that been in there? Open that bad boy up. And then it's yeah. like, oh God, it's been in there yeah. since last year. That is true. Not good. Bo, do you have a beer, a bunch of beers in your fridge like um, we do? <laughs> no, not as much as I'd like. I got yeah. some uh, Three Floyd stuff. Oh, now nice. I have a bunch of these uh, Broken Skull IPAs, yeah. like 16 of them. We're just going to drink I, and stun them all. We're going to stun them all. <laughs> I cleaned, I cleaned them out at the liquor store. So. But Shayla's drinking something different. What are you drinking over there? I have a key lime pie. Mm. What is this? Gallant Fox Brewing Company? Yeah. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is really good. I really like it. I brought that for you because I know that you uh, you drank the... The sweeter stuff. The sweeter mm-hmm. side of mm-hmm. things. Not so quite. Good. I mean, you like some sours, I guess, but mm-hmm. you like more like uh, milkshake mm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. sometimes. Do you like lactose, which is the sweet? Um, it's like if you if you or do sweet. like milkshake mm-hmm. IPAs, you're definitely tasting lactose for sure. Hmm. So you might like lactose then. I had a um, in on my bachelor party. We went to New Jersey Beer Company, and I had a peaches and cream IPA, and it was fucking delicious. Mm. Like I've never had anything smooth like that before. Wow! So it's something different. Yeah. Um, so, anything new with you? No, um, I poured at a beer festival for a tap room. They had their one-year anniversary, so they brought all the breweries back um, through the year that they highlighted. So, this particular um, tap room, they will invite a brewery, and they will highlight their beers the entire month. Oh, So, nice. they deck it out. So, say, for instance... Two Toms, for example, did mm. did it out there. They did it for an entire month, highlighted all their beers. Mm-hmm. So we went back. Of course, that day was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've said on my my other podcast, I'm going to be the GM for Two Toms Tap Room in Fishers, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's where we are. But um, yeah, I, pour, I poured there and it was great. We had a beer called Tom Foolery. Mm-hmm. So Two Toms makes uh, brews that beer every year on, on April first. Oh, they put cool. they put squid ink in it. What? Oh. And they make it look horrible. So it looks like mop water. It's like murky and oh. dark, and 
It doesn't taste like it looks, and that is the haha April Fools mm. of the beer. So it's a it's a juice bomb. It's a New England IPA, but you wouldn't even know it if you looked at it. And that was the talk of the uh, of the beer festival. People came wow. up and said, "I heard about this beer. I need I need to get this beer." So I was like, "Hell yeah!" Nice. So I was pretty excited about that. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kelsey? Anything? Been 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 drinking beer. Drinking beer. S- been drinking su- superior been light drink. beer. <laughs> yeah. That we're not going to talk about right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just been drinking beer, working a lot of beer. Um, Cedar Creek's about to open their kitchen and a new tap room. So we've been like super duper busy. Nice. Super duper so for the listeners on beers and a big screen, Kelsey is the uh, the bar manager at Cedar Creek, and mm-hmm. um, she's been drinking a lot of non-craft beer so you can kick her ass both yeah. of that Listen, oh, sometimes shit. you just want something that's like Different. water <laughs> yeah this is true both said it in a nicer way than i did right. <laughs> but i don't know yeah sometimes you just yeah. want something that's why i like my crispy boys kevin yeah crispy boys is, there's nothing wrong with crispy boys and a lot of the craft beer drinkers they will start out with you know these ipas milkshake ipas then go to porters and stouts and all that and and maybe uh, sours and barley wines and barrel age and then they just go right back to crispy boys um it's sort of like going back to your old girlfriend you know the old ex going back to the old ex you know you gotta drink your lager and drink your pilster i like a hell i like hellas's i really oh, yeah. love hellas's there is a brewery in columbus ohio called gamut it's mm-hmm. a german uh brewery and i love the hell i bought a shirt one of the shirts says hellas is real hellas real oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it says, oh, yeah, it says hell is real. Yeah, hell is real. Hell is real. Hell is real. Yeah, so it plays on the words. I like it. That's That's actually a joke because on the way there, there's a bunch of billboards that says hell hell is real. (laughs) So they created that T-shirt. Yeah, might as well. Well, Shayla, what about you? Anything new going on? Um, Nothing new. Just went on my bachelorette party. I think I had way more oh, fun than you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Wait. She didn't have to pay for nothing. You had way more fun. Way more fun. Yeah. The strippers? No, the there, was, strippers? there was no strippers, <laughs> but I sure as the hell wasn't eating at no Applebee's. Oh, God. I didn't eat there. I went to the bar oh, there. My bad, Liquid my bad. diet the whole time. Wait, Late she, night. Wrote, she wrote a mechanical bull. I did. Yeah. You I wrote did. a mechanical bull. Where's I this did. video? Where's these pictures? Yeah. I do not have them. My sister-in-law and her friend has all the pictures and video evidence. I'll be getting those. Very nice. I'm probably yeah. not trusted she, with this. She, <laughs> some, some... Some person and some assless chaps yep. came and like helped her out with that. <laughs> yeah, right. She did. Well, first I was too short to jump on the bull, so that was embarrassing. She had to help me on it. <laughs> Same. And then she jumped on with me, and we had a good time. There was a guy with assless chaps. There was, no, a, girl. was a girl. Oh, I'm okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> we had a great time. Cool. And now we're today one month away from the wedding. So. Yeah. Exciting news. Exciting. Yeah. It sure did. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well. Let's just talk about this episode a little bit now. Yeah, what are we talking about, Bo? What are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about Terrifier from 2016. Ooh, great. And I hope a lot of people out there have seen it. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a great movie. It's You'd be of, surprised. You know, it's kind of slasher a little bit. Like, yeah. It's different, creepy. Very uh, creepy. If you don't like clowns, don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Or do, because I like it. Kind of spawned from Al Hallow's Eve. Which is uh, from the same director, same same clowns in it. Um, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. It's really gory, kind of gritty a little bit. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, so. I like how you turned me on to this. Uh, when you told me 
we may do a podcast with this film. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it at all. Never heard of it. <laughs> I never even heard somebody even mention this, this this movie. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. And when I when I did watch it, I was really surprised about uh, with this movie. Yeah. First of all, with the with the clown mm-hmm. Art, his name's Art. Yeah. Art the clown. I think he's more scarier than like it, like the mm-hmm. the yeah, it clown. And I'm talking about the newer it clown yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People think that clown is like creepy and and scary. Watch the terrifier. Yeah. Art doesn't give a fuck. Art don't give a. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Art don't give a shit. So this movie has really no plot. There's no, no plot to this movie. There's no like beginning, like how he became blah 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 in this no, movie. No. This is just straight up. He's just walking down the street. <laughs> Yep. Looking at two girls and like, yep, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna yep. kill those those, exactly. those chicks. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes crazy from there. It does get crazy. Very intense. Mm-hmm. It sort of gives me a Nightmare on Elm Street, the very first one vibe. Mm, when yeah. I now when I first was watching it, I thought it was like an '80s movie. Yeah. Um, because it looks '80s. It looks it's True, it's yeah. a kind of gritty. Would we call it a B a B yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. So it looks '80s and gritty. And then the chicks like pulled out iPhones. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, right. What the fuck? I was like, what is going on? I so, love it. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Instead of just talking about it, uh, let's just uh, give someone a little call. Well, who we calling? Wait, got, wait, wait, wait. Who we calling, Bo? Maybe, maybe I'll just call Art the Clown himself. Oh, my God. You know, you're going to call this dude? David Howard Thornton. The actor that actually played Art the Clown oh, yeah. in The Terrorizer. That's but- going to be awesome. <laughs> you got just- his phone number? Man, I might, I might have. A, let me take a look. Let me take a look. Oh man, let's just see. Hold this on. guy's a stalker. Let's see if it's a fake number or not. Oh man, if you get if you get the actor on, kudos, kudos let's to that. Hello. Hey, David. Hey, how you doing? Oh Good. my how are you, God, man? you did call. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, not much, not much. <laughs> I apologize in advance if I do any coughing. I just got over COVID about a week or so oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, you, feel, you feeling okay now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally fine now. It's just like the rem- remnants of it all. So it's just like, yeah. oh, goody. Yeah. <laughs> Been there before. I know how that yeah, is. Yeah, I think all of oh, us had so much fun. All of us yeah. had COVID when, you know, in, uh, I, one form or another, like month ago or two months ago. It's like, I, I eventually, I think just everybody will eventually. And it's a bad thing to say, but eventually may get it. Exactly. At least, at least I had a very, 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 very mild case. It just felt like a head cold to me. So I'm like, oh, I'm fine. That's good. <laughs> That's good to hear. Uh, so yeah, I attribute that to the vaccination. So I'm like, yeah, it made it much milder than it should have been. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I'm going to go around the table and we introduce you to everybody. Yeah. So oh. this is my buddy, Kevin. Hey, hey, how's it going? What's up, Kevin? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Kelsey. Pretty good. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Kelsey? Good, how are you? And my beautiful good. fiance, Shayla. Hello. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> fiance. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we just had a, a full refresher course on Terrifier uh, earlier because. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite movies for sure. Mm-hmm. It is. You keep talking. You do, Bo. Bo, you do keep talking about this movie. It and is awesome. I, I didn't see it for a while until I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yep. And then, and then I finally like sat down and watched it. And I will have to say that I am really imp- impressed with um, because the movie is simple, 
but I can see mm-hmm. why people is a huge fan of this movie. Yeah, it gets you. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, you killed it. it. I mean, literally, you killed it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got a few questions for you. So, okay. how did you get your start in show business? How did you, you know, get into it? Oh gosh, um, basically out of the womb. Uh, my my parents were like heavily involved with like our, our church's theater way back in the day, which is ironic. Mm-hmm. You consider what I'm known for doing now. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's, you know, that's where I got my start was doing plays about Jay's list and all that kind of stuff. So growing up in, you know, Alabama. So, you know, yay. You know, yeah. I did stuff like, you know, Moses and the Freedom Fanatics and like Jonah and the Whale of a Tail or whatever that kind of crap was. So it's like. So that's where, you know, I cut my teeth on, you know, acting and performing and all that kind of stuff. And I I later on, like, graduated doing, like, community theater because my mom saw that as a way for me, like, to, you know, deal with the bullying that I received in school and just Mm -hmm. get out of my shell because I was really funny at home. And it's like when I was on stage, I can show my my comedic side and make people laugh. And I loved it. So I was like, yeah, I want to do more of this. And so I just started doing that more. And then when I went to college, I, I actually didn't get a degree in theater. I was trying to be practical and pragmatic with my life. So I got a degree in teaching. Oh, wow. And for elementary school. And, um, I, I lost my mom, unfortunately in college oh. to cancer. And that changed my whole perspective on life. And I'm like, you know what? I want to, I, I feel like my calling is entertaining people and that's what I want to do. And, you know, I might as well give this a shot. Yeah. And go for it. And so I moved to New York and waited tables for 13 years. Oh, <laughs> really? And did, you know, side acting gigs and eventually started touring with like uh, the national tour at Holly Grinch, Still Christmas the Musical. And then I came back from doing that. And uh, lo and behold, a audition came up looking for a tall, skinny guy that had like clowning or physical <laughs> comedy experience to play art. And I'm like, that's perfect for me. I want to do this. I want to start getting into film work, and wow. this is a little independent film. Who knows if anybody will even see this thing, but it's, <laughs> it's a foot in the door and experience in film work, so let's see what happens here, and mm-hmm. boom. Blew up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was telling Bo. I was telling Bo that when I watched this movie, at first, when, when you first watch it, I, I got the like, oh, this is probably – was filmed in the eighties because it has an eighties vibe. Yeah. It has a it has a B yep. B B vibe. And then like in in the film, the chicks pulls out iPhones. I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is a little <laughs> bit more modern than what uh-huh. I thought it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we we intentionally made everything look like it was from the eighties. Like yeah. we, uh, we we shot on like you know all the high def stuff, but we like degraded the film quality some to look like mm-hmm. the old mm-hmm. grindhouse film. You know, so and we we've done that even with um part two as well. We've desaturated things oh, to have that okay. cinematic feel to stuff like you're actually seeing it on my you know the old you know whatever what they filmed on back then. Yeah. I don't know all the technical jargon. <laughs> yeah. That's above my pay grade. Right. I, I just show up and I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. And I really like how uh, animated you are with your uh, with your movements and your facial expressions and. It made it more like creepy. Oh you know? yes. Like oh, thank you. Yeah, and like uh, you, you didn't even talk at all. Like that was creepy. Yeah. Oh, for that sure. was wonderful too. I didn't have to memorize lines, so I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's true. Up. The most easiest gig in the, <laughs> yeah. 
whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. I just sit there and like the makeup chair and I'm like, oh, say, what am I doing today, boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're smiling and opening up your mouth yeah, really right. wide. There you like, go. Cool. I will do that. Carry this trash bag around for me. <laughs> yeah, cut this do. person in half. Stab, stab, stab. Cut, yeah. cut, cut. Oh. <laughs> No, I think you did a great job. I would um, watch it. I was wa- I was watching it again last night, and it's just like I was, you know, watching you. And there would be parts that you don't even say a word, and I'm like dying laughing. And then the next thing I know, I'm like freaked out, like underneath the covers, and I had all these emotions. And it's just from the way like you moved, and mm. you no, know, yeah, you oh, did a really, a really yeah. great job. Thank you. That, that's what I enjoy about the character. He's got different dimensions to him instead of just always being scary. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like. He's kind of endearing in a weird, creepy mm-hmm. way too. Which yes. is, it's it's kind of how like Freddie and Chucky are, where he's like, mm-hmm. you know, they do horrible, horrible things, but they're so dang charismatic. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like they're so entertaining to watch, and they're kind of funny at the same time. And I, I think that's a wonderful thing about you know horror is like when you can bring comedy into it because. It, it takes the audience on a better ride, I feel, because you put them at ease with a joke here or there, and then you hit them again with something scary or horrendous. Yeah. Yes. I feel yeah. like it makes like, it more like, scary almost because it's like, oh, I'm yeah. just liking you, it's and like, now I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, it's, it's, yeah. it's fun. It makes you question yourself, too, because you, you end up laughing at things you shouldn't really be laughing at. Too. Right. It's like, yeah. Why am I – why am I laughing at this guy cutting this girl in half? <laughs> right. And hey, I'm like, I am not. I'm not gonna lie. So there's a scene where you have this chick upside down, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what'd be funny? Not not funny, but I was like, I'm just like just 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 chop it up right in the middle. And then and then when you actually did it, I was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. It was, and it, 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 I questioned my own, my myself. I'm like, wow, why did I? Why was that entertaining for me? That was that's kind yeah. of. Weird. <laughs> oh yeah, we we do that a lot on set too. I was like, are we really doing this? What is wrong with us? It's like, where did this come from, Damien? He's like, I don't know. I just thought that would be freaky. Yep, it's it like, works. I know. Yeah, I was like, some of the stuff we do in part two is like, you're really, we really were like, I cannot believe we're doing this. Are we going to get away with this? Because we're going to get so much hate for this. Yes. That's crazy. People are going to be like, because I, I, we already get people calling, like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, getting people calling, like, uh, Damien Lang a misogynist and stuff like that oh, because of this yeah. stuff. And I'm hmm. I was like, oh my God, no, he's the furthest thing from that. I mean, he, he grew up in a house full of women he was like the one guy in his household growing up and like he, he's just he writes stuff that he knows are despicable and horrible and that that's what makes this guy the villain it's like that's he does these horrible horrible things to you know women and and men too i mean there are actually more men that get killed and mm. mutilated and terrified than women but yeah. it's just like it's just like the, you, the audience empathizes with the female characters more than they do the male characters. Right. Mm-hmm. It's usually the male characters you want to get seen, you know, killed off and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah. like, oh, that guy's a jackass. Go ahead and kill him. <laughs> get rid of him. <laughs> you yeah, know what? It's like you're, you you cheer for those deaths. You're like, yay. <laughs> yep. I think um, this day and age, though, it's very refreshing to see a good horror film character uh you know, it's just like a new new thing. Mm-hmm. We've been watching mm-hmm. like um, in in the year two thousands, like these supernatural, ghostly type of yeah. uh, movies, and we haven't had anything as iconic as Art the Clown, in my opinion, since it reminds me of like Freddy Krueger. 
you know, when uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think when that first came out, I don't know if it was like a true. Well, maybe I was a little kid, but I don't know if it was a true hit or not. But it was more like a gritty type slasher movie, mm-hmm. and every and it was mm-hmm. like comic. It was they had a little bit of comedy in it. I mean, it was not like yeah. all serious. I mean, this character was like he did his thing. But I was scared to death as a little kid, yeah. and then I can imagine oh, yeah. if anybody was uh, like younger watching this, they're like, "Oh my god!" And my funny moment with 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 your character with Art the Clown was like when you watch these slasher movies with, like, say, you know, Jason or mm. Michael Myers or even Freddy. It there's there's always these like saws or uh, chainsaws or knives or anything like that. Then you went ahead and just. Pulled out a gun and just started shooting. <laughs> yeah, that was and I'm awesome. Like, yes, it, this it just say makes sense, right? <laughs> yes, it does make sense. He also has a gun. Yep. It's his contingency plan, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's but he also uses it as a slasher would. You know, he mm-hmm. uses it yeah. to badly maim his victim and can and incapacitate her. And then use it also just to disfigure her. He just doesn't like do two shots to the head and you know she's dead type thing. He just keeps firing into her right. face and destroying her face. It's yeah. just like that's when you. I think God. that's when you first. Maybe not, but I think in my uh, if I'm remembering it correctly, I think that's the first time you actually saw Art the Clown really, uh, really in an anger way because he like shot her like yeah. what three or four times, like man. He was like really, yeah, right. he was like really angry. With her, yeah. maybe because like you know she was giving it back to him a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's I, I kind of look at art. He's he he likes to mentally break people, especially strong-willed people. Mm-hmm. He sees that as a challenge to break them, and then like with her, he's like, I can't break her. She's no fun anymore. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like I just cut your best friend apart <laughs> in front of you, upside down, naked, mm-hmm. and you're still. Yeah, come at me, bitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, get up, get like, up. Like, you're not fun anymore. It's like, bye. Yep. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, yeah. Did you have like a favorite part or scene in the Terrifier? Oh yeah, my my favorite part is the whole pizzeria scene. That whole oh, entire yeah. scene is just it's, it's great because you know so many other movies they have to give a lot of exposition about the villain and stuff like that so you know who he is and why he is and what he does and mm-hmm. he sets all that kind of stuff you, you don't have to have any of that with art because of that scene you you know everything you need to really know about the character from that scene yeah you see he plays around with people mm-hmm. but you also see that he's he does some really fucked up stuff and then he does some yep. just malicious stuff too. Just like Jesus. Right. Just over the top kills in there and he's creepy as heck. It's just like you see all those facets of his character in those, you know, few minutes of you know of, of him just being in there and just messing around with the girls and then slaughtering the, the people that work there. Poor guy, you know, like he goes in there and poops in <laughs> oh, God, yes. all over the walls, and this poor guy's got to go in there and clean up. Then he gets killed. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I, I have been where he was, mm-hmm. you know, um, back when I used to wait tables. I one time walked into there, like Dave, can you go and clean this mess up yep. in the bathroom? And there was, it, it, and I know who it was. It was just like this middle aged woman that had walked out of there right before then. <laughs> And there was poop on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, and I'm my like, God. How, did how does that this happen? How the fuck there? does that happen? <laughs> yeah. I'm they- like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's no way I am cleaning this up. First of all, 
I have got to take food out to tables, so this is a big, huge sanitation issue with me. And right. I'm like, no, I, I, this is this is a health code violation. I'm not touching any of that. I, like, well, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I agree because half of us at this table uh, is in the craft beer industry. So, mm-hmm. um, and we do have um, restaurants. I actually experienced this. No, no shit. I experienced, well, yes, yes, shit. But (laughs) but I've experienced this like not even a month ago. And I walked in like, oh my God, I'm going to have to clean this up because I'm the only one here. So when I saw that scene, I was like, yep, I feel sorry for that guy. (laughs) That guy is pissed. And (laughs) that's like everything he said was so real. Yes. I mean, that's like, I have said the same thing. It's like, fuck you. I'm not right. (laughs) You got paid more for this. He's like, oh. Yeah. Oh my God! It's just oh, what a you just gotta wonder about people at times. It's just like, what is wrong with you? Right. Like how how did it get on the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that took effort. I mean, you can't just aim. I mean, in all possibility, you would have to aim your ass at the ceiling and have enough force expelling it, or that means you just took what you did and just <laughs> threw it up there like a monkey. Right. It's just like, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Exactly. I, mean, I, I, I will own up to like when I was like two years old, mm-hmm. I decided to decorate my room with my diaper. Oh, God. It's art. I Come was on, just Dave. A, it's art. As a kid. Yeah. It's like art begins type, but I'm like, I was a two-year-old going, (laughs) there was no maliciousness behind it. I was just like, I am painting. (laughs) So it's just like, this is, that's, that's, yeah, that was the brilliant part of that scene. It's like, this is such a very real world situation that, and also just sitting there and staring at those girls like that. Yeah, right. Because you see guys that actually do that in yeah. public mm-hmm. all yeah. the time, and it's the creepiest thing. Yeah, yeah like, uh, you know, growing up in the big city, you see, like, uh, a bunch of, like, homeless guys. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they would they, they follow people in, and they just sit, and they just stare. They don't want anything. Just like the pizzeria guy, uh, he yeah. comes in and says, hey, you want anything? And he's just, like, not acknowledging him whatsoever. Yeah. So at that point, you're looking at, you're looking at him like, okay, is this a homeless guy that's just like run, running around? Is he just crazy? Is it what, what's going on with him? And and then you get to you get to see the real him after mm-hmm. the guy's cleaning it up, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you see what happens after that. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, I mean my my dad's ex girlfriend did that to him and his mm. wife. They were dating. She would follow them on dates and sit in the booth. Wow. Near them and just stare at them. Jeez, yeah, that's, it that's was, weird. Like, that kind of creepy. It, but yeah. that's it's weird and creepy. It's just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's just holy like, shit. I mean, I, I see that all all the time here, especially on the trains here in New York, where you just get guys that will just like because I've had female roommates and I've been on the train with them and I've just seen guys just leering at them the whole entire time. And I was like, dude. T- yeah. It's like you don't have to sit there and just stare right. at somebody the whole. It's it's so creepy to me. Oh it's yeah, like, it is. It's like no, just no. I, I mean, when when I'm on the subway and I don't have anything to read, I I do my best just not to look at anybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to look anywhere else because I just 
I'm, I'm just trying to be, you know, conscientious of everybody else and not make anybody courtesy. feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what that tells you right there. There's something wrong with this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. So would you say that was your grossest part of the movie? Or is there a scene that you thought that was gross that grossed you out? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I would I would say like for me to film or just character wise is gross. Um, yeah, that's true too because you I don't think you would think so, anything is gross actually while you're doing it. I think you maybe you'd yeah. have to think about it, especially after it's been all edited and things like maybe that. Maybe like sure. while yeah. you're doing it or something like that. Like, yeah, this is kind of yep. fucked up. Yeah, probably probably that was when we were filming the the, the hacksaw scene because uh, it, it was kind of gross to me. Like on on the last day of filming when I actually got to cut through the prosthetic, but it's gross on a different level. It's yeah. not as like oh I'm freaked out by what I'm doing. I was like oh I know it's all right. fun and games and all fake, but it's like what we're using for the intestines was just um, fat that was just putting a bunch of sausage casings and. We were originally supposed to shoot the scene like a few weeks earlier, but the room ended up flooding, and so we had to wait for our, all that. And so our 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 DP was the one that um, took the intestines home with him, and he was supposed to refrigerate them. <laughs> no. Well, he he forgot to put them in his refrigerator and left them in his garage in the winter. And he goes, oh, well, it's just cold in the garage, so that should be okay. But oh. no. Oh so we opened it up that day, and we're like, Oh God! Oh, this God. smells horrible. <laughs> That'd be, that would and, suck. He's going yeah, for realism. I, oh, what even <laughs> yeah. was even worse is I accidentally cut through one of the casings with the saw blade, oh, and so no. all that stuff just started oh, oh, out. And it was like, Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. So it's a good thing we weren't running sound that day because you would just hear everybody going, Ugh. right? Ugh. Oh God! <laughs> I, I was even just going. Oh, right. <laughs> so it's like you don't see my mouth or anything like that, but like the right. whole time you just you just <laughs> would have heard me just saw anyone going, oh god, gross, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I wondered that when I first saw that. I'm like, I wonder what he is going like, what's going through his mind right now when he's cutting her in half. I think it's fun. I mean, oh, if yeah. you're filming it, I think it's fun if you're when you're filming for oh, sure. Yeah. That'd be great. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, we, we've had some stuff that happened also in part two where I'm like even grosser stuff. I'm having to put my hands and stuff into because oh. we, you know, we sometimes use like, you know, chicken, like raw chicken and stuff like that to look like, you know, like body parts and stuff like that. And it's just like, Oh God, salmonella. <laughs> All this other stuff is like, there's this one scene that <coughs> I'm sorry, but there's a, I can't really say what's going on in the scene, but stuff I was having to stick my hand into all these textures and everything like that. It's like you, you only see my hands in the shot, but like I'm giving very colorful commentary while I'm doing this because I'm just, it's cold and gross and everything. I'm just feeling all these different things. I'm just over there going, good, good. Can you say cut now? Yeah. So can we hurry? Have you gotten enough footage yet? Please. I want to wash my hands. Right. <laughs> like, okay, time for dinner. Yeah. Oh, God. No, oh. I think I'm good. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, that's God. awesome. <laughs> um, like something like there's another prop we used as like you know sheep brains, and it's oh. just like it looks like human brains, and like that was a thing that was left out. They didn't refrigerate them well enough, or something like that. So it's like you know, it's like the smell of that stuff. I think and it's like, doing it to oh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'd be rough. 
Yeah, it's just oof, oof. gross. That would, that would like, suck. Mm, I, I couldn't even get near it. I was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Nah. Mm-hmm. Someone, I, I'm sending in my stunt double for this. <laughs> You're gonna touch that, mm-hmm. right? Have fun, have fun. Yeah, fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's like you don't want me to just yak everywhere. No, They're like no, yeah, we do, we do, we do. Keep it going, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you say that uh, horror movies are your favorite kind of movies? I guess they're one of them, but I'm I'm also a big comedy person. That's okay. always that was always what I did before I even did. Com- but it's like, but the sad thing is there haven't been good comedies really released in the past decade or so, which is like you know compared to like the comedies that released in the eighties and yeah, you know, 90s and, you know like there were a lot of good comedies. It's like I mean I can't really. The only stuff I can name are some of the stuff I've watched on TV, and it's basically everything done by Taika Waititi. It's just like, like oh, you know, what we do yeah. in the shadows, and like, um, you know, uh, our flag means death and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. actually good comedy, but it's just like, you know, it's just like it's I don't know what's happened. It's just comedy's kind of died recently because it's like it's just all. Yeah. Art jokes and stuff like that. Now <laughs> yeah. nothing fun because I, I like I like British comedy. Okay, mm. interesting. I, I I love British comedy. It's mm-hmm. clever. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of good wordplay. It's like because so, I, I grew up on like the comedies of like you know the old olden days, like you know the you know, the thirties and forties, you know silent film era and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I love Marx Brothers, Abbott Costello, all that. Okay, because it's there's so much great wordplay. And it, it, you have to really sit there and listen. But there's, in addition to that, you have some great sight gag, great physical comedy. It's just like, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant comedy. We just don't have that anymore. And I, right. I wish we could bring it back. So anytime I, I come across something that's actually really good physical comedy, a really good wordplay, I'm just so happy to see it. Like, uh, like um, there's a, a a series on like BBC called The Goes Wrong Show. Mm-hmm. And it's based on this play that was out for a while called The Play That Goes Wrong. And it's the same group of actors, and they just every episode is a different play they're doing that things go wrong. Oh. So it's just like it's it's hilarious. Like some of the best physical comedy and some just it's, it's brilliant comedy. Like there's this one episode of the the play's called Ninety Degrees, and the the set designer took the, the name of the play literally, and so he built some of the sets at a 90-degree angle as opposed to what they were supposed <laughs> to be. So they're fighting gravity the whole entire time. And it's just That's like brilliant. some of the scenarios they came up with are absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's just, And you have people like fighting gravity. It's like a person enters the scene, and there's some – it's – the logistics of what they had to do. They're basically having to be on wires and stuff like that. And the wire breaks and they go falling through the scene. But you know, you're seeing the camera angle of how it's supposed to look. And so you just see this guy just go flying (laughs) through the scene. It's like, Oh my God. Because in actuality, he's falling straight down, but it it looks like, you know, since the 90 degree angle, it just looks like he's just full on just flying across the scene. (laughs) That's awesome. This is like this is amazing. I do like that style of comedy. Oh too. yeah, it's, I like classic. Like, that's what I, go ahead. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I like classic like Mr. Bean and Monty Python. Yeah, and stuff like that. Monty yes. Python is classic. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's just very. It's. It, I, I love good wordplay and good, really good situational type 
of scenarios where people are put in. And that's what, you know, that's what I love about Mr. Bean. It's like, yeah. oh my God, like, <laughs> well, my favorite ones is where he's at the beach and he's just trying to put on his <laughs> swimsuit. Yes. And there's a guy sitting next to him. He does this whole ordeal putting his swimsuit on over his pants and takes his <laughs> pants off. And it's this whole shtick he does. And he finally does it, and then the guy next to him gets up, and he turns out to be a blind guy. Yeah, it's just like, so oh, funny. my God, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's, I, I loved it. I was like, this is, this is, ah, we need more of this exactly. in the world. It's yes. like, and, and it's wholesome in a way, too. It, you're not having to rely on fart jokes or obscene jokes or anything like that. You know, it's like, it's actually really good comedy, and it is. And it and it sustains itself over time too, and it, it's not and it's not just geared towards like one sect of people. It, you can watch that same kind of comedy in other countries and not even speak the language. Mm, true, yeah, but you 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 see what's going on and you're you're eating it up. It's hysterical. I mean, even like you look at Jackie Chan movies; he was great at doing that kind of comedy where yep. it just transcends language barriers. Mm-hmm. I yeah, agree. that's true because Mr. Bean didn't hardly even like speak. He just like you just no, saw his he actions. He, yeah. he he took simple things that you would do and just make it funny, you know? I think the only thing he really yeah. said was like, hello. Hello. True. That's true. funny. Uh, just, occasionally say a word here or there, and that's yeah, about it. It's yeah. just like and I love that. And you know, that's you know, of course, he was a huge inspiration for me for art. As a, that's what I wanted to bring to art's character more, bring more of that clowning aspect out of things, and those situational scenarios that art gets himself in. Mm-hmm. But do it also in a creepy way too. But it's also kind of funny at the same exactly. time. Exactly, like uh, when uh, you're trapped behind the door and that girl's on the outside and you're honking the horn at her. Yeah, dude, that part was fucking awesome. Mm. Like, I was like, "Yep, that's what we needed." Like, you're just honking the horn, like, "I'm gonna get a, you, I'm gonna get you." Yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a jackass. Well, like, then he hits her with the truck, and he's just sitting in there, just dancing and bopping away yeah. to like jazz music. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. that is right. <laughs> it's just that kind of. I love that that kind of stuff, and it's it's, it's it, it has an extra layer to his personality. It just it's like God. Yeah. He, He's doing horrible things, but he's kind of like reveling in it and joking around about this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just, I like it it. It, it. it separates him from all these other silent killers and all these other clown characters that came before him, too, because, you know, most of the killer clown characters that are out there talk. Yeah. So they, yeah. Their humor comes from their jokes that they tell us and stuff like that. Right. And, Art really doesn't do a lot of clown shtick. He's not, you know, having an acid squirting flower, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Like he's not like stitches where he's, he's right doing clownish things for his kills. I mean, he just does clownish things with his just being there. Yeah, that's like, true he, because he the exaggerated f movements and stuff like that. Because right. folks that have like a a phobia of clowns they don't necessarily have a phobia of clowns because the clowns are talking and they just have the phobia of clowns because of how they look mm-hmm. you know or, yeah. or, or may act and um, I, yeah you're you're right on that this is just mm-hmm. a perfect perfect example of like you don't have to even like talk to to make this character terrifying you know mm-hmm. you know so that's what i thought was great i think this character is not get overlooked, but I think it's like, well, why do you think that this 
particular film or this particular character mm-hmm. got so like big like a lot of because a lot of people love this movie right now a lot yeah, of people yeah. is like really um Thanks captivated <laughs> by this character and they're really uh and they're really waiting for and we'll talk about uh two later um but yeah they're really waiting for two what do you why do you think this character is just so appealing to folks oh i i think it's it's because he I kind of look at him in a way as he's basically the the embodiment of all the horror icons that came before him. Mm. He's a little bit of every single one of those guys. You know, he's he's definitely has you know a lot of Freddy and Chucky in him, yes. but there's a lot of Jason and Mike Myers and Pinhead yep. and you know Jigsaw and Leatherface. There's bits of Dracula in there because he, he he has those you know like just a lot of Lon Chaney moments. There's yeah. a bit that i did in the part two where it was unintentional but like we played it back and like damon's like oh i have to use that take it's such a lon chaney thing you did right there and i'm like oh my god that looks so cool <laughs> and, awesome. and, and i think that's what it is he's like he's like a love letter to the genre because you know we're also he has this great personality but he's also doing these kill scenes and they're creative kill scenes and they're over the top kill scenes and we're showing them we're not you know, cheesing out like so many horror films do now, where it's all CG kills or it happens off screen. You can see the blood splatter and stuff like that, or you do it way far in the distance, like they did in the Candyman movie recently, where, right. you, where they, you know, that, the guy just gets thrown on the window and smeared across, but you see that way in the distance. It's like, right. no, it's so much more effective when it's right, bam, right there in your face. Right. It's like, God, is that kind of stuff? It's, just, it's shocking. You want. Yeah, and that, and so it's 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 all of those things combined, and I think that's why it works so well. It's it's we're we're just trying to you know harken back to what came before and keep building on that. And yeah, I, I I guess that's what it is. It's like there's a lot of love put into it too, and I think that's what translates well on screen. Yeah, we're, we're not doing this just to make money. Like so many, I, I won't name names, but you know, sequels that have come out recently and remakes and reboots. This like, okay, they just know that, you know, we're we're not going to really focus on trying to really do good stuff with character and stuff like that because we just know the audience is going to come to see this movie because it has this title. Right. It's like, oh well, and it's just the nostalgia we're trying to go off of. And it's I like, kind of have respect for the film too because you did all like practical effects versus like CGI mm-hmm. as well. Big it took time. me back to the days where I used to like uh, pick up a magazine, the, the Fangoria magazine, which I was like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I And maybe that's why I gravitate towards this film too because it like hits on s- some of my childhood like uh, yeah. growing up in the 80s and stuff and then watching those types of films. I think more films oh, yeah. should be Really, if you could do practical, do practical because CGI, well, like, no matter how really can get, and the eyeball can see CGI for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, that's definitely our thing is like Damien is a big, huge practical effects guy. He, he loves makeup and practical effects work. That is his bread and butter. And he, he comes from that, that old school mentality. It's like, yeah, if you, if you can do it with practical effects, do it with practical effects. Like, the only time we ever use CG is if there's absolutely no way we could do this with practical effects. Mm-hmm. Right. It, like we've, we've used a little bit of CG in both Terrifier one and two, but it's, it's so, so minute. And it's like, like 
in part one is like we use CG for like the blood coming out of my eyes right after I shot myself because we just couldn't oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. Right, you know, right. Like, yeah. You, but you know, in like, would they had to use some CG to just edit a little bit of um, when I'm the the, um, the the Buffalo Bill scene when I'm coming up? Oh. I, I, yes, that, I'm glad you mentioned I, that. Wearing, yes, that's yeah, what I I, I'm about. wearing it. Also, most people don't know that so I'm wearing a fake the JJ as well. Oh, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm just wearing her her hair, her scalp, and her boobs. I'm wearing her the JJ as well. Oh, that's wow. awesome. That is good. And I, I the funny story about that is like I was told to bring a a, a cock sock that night to set, and I didn't <laughs> oh, know what that was to cover my stuff up. Oh, I didn't think they was like just bring a sock with you. So I brought a bright white tube sock. <laughs> And unfortunately, the prosthetic I was wearing did not cover up everything. Oh, like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I guess I yay for that. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah it is. my man, my man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, but at the same time, it's like, oh god, you're you're seeing this bright white tube sock coming out the side of this prosthetic. So they had to digitally remove the bright white tube sock wow. from that. That's interesting. I did get that vibe. When you did that scene, I got the eye totally got that vibe. Like, wow, this is but it was but it was it was way more creepier than Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh that we weren't even supposed to film it like that. in the script I was just wearing the body parts over my costume. It wasn't until like two days before we filmed, Damon's like, I got a creepy idea. Why don't you do that naked? And I was like, who wants to see my naked ass? God them. But I was like, you know, for one, yeah, that would definitely add to the creep factor. And two, you know, if Catherine's exposing herself the way she is for the hacksaw scene. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I, I could do this too. So, you know, yeah, she's exposing herself in much more vulnerable states. So, yeah, I can show my butt. Yeah, why <laughs> you know, not? It, yep. Yeah. Give the lady something to talk about. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and really disturbed the rest of the cast and crew too, because like I was like, oh my god, that was Samantha Scafidi's first real night filming with me. You know, like, oh, that was wow. her introduction to me. He was wearing that outfit, <laughs> and I'm like, I am David, and these are my tips. <laughs> yeah. And she's awesome. like, oh my god, this is awesome. And I'm like, okay. We're going to have fun working together because right. you're really cool. It's like, because, you know, some people are like, what if I got myself into? She's like, no, this is great. This is going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be <laughs> yeah. crazy fun. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. you're the right type of person to be doing this type of film because you're not going to be one of these pretentious, like, ah, type of people. Right. We're going to have fun. Exactly. And you are totally going to commit to everything you're doing, too. Yes, which was great, and our poor crew, right? There's a bunch of guys, and I, I think they're all looking forward to the, the hacksaw scene for obvious reasons. Mm, but yeah, boy, right. they're all just like, oh, we have to stare at David's ass for hours <laughs> on this tonight, and I'm, I'm like, I am so sorry. So I would try to do anything to like just make the the situation more palatable. So I was always cracking jokes and singing songs about butts and whatever. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, make it easy. So like. It was an interesting night. I, I think that next day we're all like, we had a day off and we're all hanging out together at this cabin. We're staying out in New Jersey. And I'm like, so yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice breakfast conversation. <laughs> it's like, so. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So are we having hot dogs and buns tonight? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. We're having pork butt. We're having pork butt tonight. Yeah. Yeah, pump roast. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so yeah. how do you go about getting in the character of Art the Clown? I, I just read the script and basically just came up with, you know, I, 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 I saw what Mike Ginelli did with him originally. He played him in All Hallows Eve, and mm-hmm. I just built upon that. And after that, like, I, I understood the character. Yeah. I, I'm one of these actors. I don't have to be like Jared Leto and be in that frame of mind the whole entire fucking time I'm on right. set. Mm-hmm. Annoying the crap out of everybody. I'm like, I can just turn it on and off. Yeah. Okay. Nice. He's like, yeah. So I, I'll be joking around and you know, just shooting shit with my co-stars and everything right before we're supposed to be doing the violent scene. They're like, okay, rolling, and then I put on angry eyes. Oh. And I'm mm. boom, 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 and they say cut, and then I'm usually going, oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's good to have. So it, I mean. Yeah, it's got to be weird, though, for them, from their perspective, seeing me, you know, all of a sudden just switch to art for a second, and I'm back to myself again. <laughs> oh, fuck, are you all right? I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's probably much more preferable than me just acting like art the whole entire time I'm on set. I think that would just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think people would want to kill me. Probably. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. But at least they don't have to worry about me taking the extended 45-minute-long pee breaks because I... <laughs> I insist on walking everywhere with crutches or whatnot so I can stay in the character. Oh, oh yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, I have to say it now. It's just like I, these people that do that kind of shit, it, mm-hmm. it, it, you're making everybody on set miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, it's, 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 you know, a, a good actor can turn it on and turn it off. True. It's like you should be able to understand the character and all that. You've done your research, so you know where to go with the character. You know how to bring those emotions up. I understand it can be take like a minute or two to get in character, right. but if you have to be that way the whole entire time, you're just you're not having fun with it yourself. You're yeah. making it miserable for yourself, but you're also making it miserable for the cast or crew because, yeah. like, True. when they have to deal with your antics when they already have so much other stuff to juggle and go through themselves, it's, you're just being the jackass. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't man. necessarily add to your performance. And I, I don't care. Cause I'm like, he's not going to come after me. Mr. Lito come, comes to mind when he's doing the, the, the Joker, he used to yeah. mail, he mm-hmm. mailed the, the co-stars stupid things. And it's like, really? yeah, was, you don't have to do that. It's yeah, like, right. Oh yeah. You're and stupid. even the stuff he was doing was yeah. not what Joker would do. I know. Exactly. Like, he would not Somebody just mail someone oh, a yeah. yes. pig yeah. or a used condom. That's not right. what Joker. Speaking of Joker, do. I think you've got a little background in Joker, don't you? Oh, oh that is bit. true. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is? Yeah, I, I played him on a, a a fan series. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, first season. So we actually never finished the season either. Really? It, it was all fan made. So like, yeah. it, it just ended up like every time we would all have to film, someone had a commitment, and you know, none of us were getting paid for it. So like, yeah, so. We can only film when we were all free to do so, and people started moving away and stuff like that. So it all just kind of like fell apart. But hey, it was still fun. I'm like the guy that they had writing all of my scenes. He's, I, I think Hollywood needs to get this guy to write for him because he actually understood how to write proper Joker dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the thing that Hollywood never seems to get about the character. They try to make him creepy and. They, they 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 don't stay true to the comic book right, right. yeah in the I comic agree. book he's not he's not trying to be creepy or anything like that right. he's he's a very sophisticated eloquent villain he's mm-hmm. all about wordplay and you know 
playing around with the English language and monologuing. It's very egotistical in that way. Yeah. And that was a well done. That was a well done YouTube series too. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I did. I did watch that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that um, that was you until recently. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I've watched it. I've I've actually watched that series. That was great. Yeah, Yeah, that was me. Yeah, my man. man. (laughs) Kind of put a smile on my face. (laughs) Oh, there it is. There it is. Yep. That's awesome. I I love the character. I I really want to play him in a bigger capacity. I'd really love to put him on an actual TV series. That way I could really spend time with the character and flush him. And I I want to do him justice. I I want the the comic book version to life for once. It's just, I mean, hey, I mean, like, I I love Heath Ledger's performance. I Mm -hmm. thought he did a good job, but that wasn't the Joker in the comic book. Like, the closest we've ever had was uh, Romero's version back in the old TV series. Right. And Jack was pretty close, too, but also Jack was just being Jack Nicholson. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I want to see an actor lose himself in the character, actually become the Joker. Mm-hmm. But be true to what was in the comics. It's, it seems like after Keith, everybody else is trying to do what Keith did. I agree. Yeah. I totally like, agree. Nah. It's like that Joker was um, out there, but yes. Please mm-hmm. stop copying the, jo- the yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're going to copy anybody's, do Mark Hamill's. Yes. I was about to say that's, that. The great Mark Hamill, man. He is yes. so good, too. He's he's a great oh, person. God. He is such a wholesome, great person. I follow him on Twitter. And, man, mm-hmm. this guy. God, how can anybody be so great? After all, I mean, oh, he's, I just, he's just fantastic. I just love him. I yeah. absolutely adore adore him um, and like years ago someone it was when i was still on twitter like someone commented that he should see my version of the joker and i'm like oh god if mark hamill ever saw my version of the joker i would plot and mm. I, I kid you not about five minutes later i get a twitter notification plots away david fantastic <gasps> job Thumbs wow up. and had it was from mark and i'm like holy well, shit it's like I, I he's seen it and he gave yep. his approval. I'm like, wow. Okay, I'm good. I'm yep, good. You made I'm it. You good. made it. I'm you good. made it, kid. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> it's like because I, I do a lot of Hamillisms in my version because yep. I just think his is the the gold standard when it comes to Joker. He understands the character and yeah. he's you know he's spent several decades now with that character and he keeps finding new nuances with him and adding new layers to him and that's what i love about his performances with them and it's 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 like to me if you don't have some hamilisms with your joker it doesn't sound right right it doesn't feel right it's just like having bugs bunny not having a bronx accent which i heard when i was in france and i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> Like no no no, you have to have that. And all. Like, what are you doing here, Doc? You have to have that. <laughs> I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Yeah, it's, it's, you have to have that that smarminess, that 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 accent. Yeah. It just works so well. So if I don't hear some of that in there with it, just I'm like, no, that's not Joker to me. That's just. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep, I agree. And I mean, they've had great actors playing the character. I'm like, uh, God, I'm like, I think Joaquin Phoenix, what he did with that movie was oh, great. Oh man, yeah. But that still wasn't Joker to me. No, like, I agree. Oh, no, no, no. Joker would know if he went on that talk show and he killed the host. It would set off that whole entire chain of events. Oh yeah. He was like, yes, this is how I'm going to get the Waynes. Yep. I'm going to do this and this is going to lead this and this is going to make everybody go crazy and we're all going to have fun. Exactly. Like, 
Like that's it wasn't just ha- pure happenstance. He likes to make people think it's pure happenstance because it's all about the chaos and everything like that. But he actually has a plan. He understands. It's like people. That's also what people don't portray right about Joker. He's not insane. He's hyper sane. Right. He sees things on a different level. He's on a higher plane of thinking. He sees how human nature works, and he knows how to manipulate people and play on that. Yeah. And that's what I love about the character. I just wish, instead of him trying to be all creepy and stuff, like, no, he's actually a master manipulator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, Well, I've got just a couple more questions for you, and I'll let you go. I don't want to keep you forever. That's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So how was the makeup process for art? Was it long and comfortable? It started out long, and like because we were kind of figuring out as we went along, and it, so it used to take about four, sometimes more hours, because Damien would have to do some of my makeup, and then he'd have to go and set up a shot or film something, come back and do more. And at, at that point, he was also just putting the mask on, then he would paint everything on top of the mask. Mm-hmm. And now we've gotten to where we usually pre-paint most of the mask and then just glue it on and you can do the final touches. So So that takes a lot of the time out of it now. So we've gotten down about an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, wow. Nice. So, so Damien does all the makeup. Yeah. He does it all himself. He insists on, in in part two, we we had, um, uh, a professional makeup artist that has been on face off and stuff like that, come in and help out a few times. And Damien is, that's his baby. He, he'll oh, let man. people do other people's makeup, but he's mm. like, he just doesn't like someone else doing my makeup. And oh, he, wow. He's yeah. like, nope, 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 nope. He knows nope. what he, he likes. Like, nope. <laughs> it, it mad, I'm not mad crazy. at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not mad at that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It looks yeah. badass. So it, it was like, no offense to her. It was just like, he's just like, he's just so just like, no, I, I know exactly how I want it to be done and blah, 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 blah. So I'll just do it myself. So if right. I, if, 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 if there's a mistake on it, it's his fault. Right. He, he doesn't. He doesn't have to take it out on anybody else. It's like, ah, screw it. I, I messed up. Let me fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say probably the most annoying thing with the original makeup we were using because we we were using uh, gelatin mask for the most of part one and part two mm-hmm. because that's just the easiest stuff we had to make it with. Yeah. And the, what sucks about the gelatin is that if any liquid gets on it, it starts to dissolve. Oh, and yeah. so the prosthetic teeth I would wear would make my um, my mouth area just disintegrate. Or like if I my nose would start running, I, I it would disintegrate right under my nose and would just ruin the whole mouth area. And you know I do so much expressions with my mouth too, so you know yeah. it's, that scratches out. So my mouth area was always falling apart. Oh wow! And so we're. I would just say we have to send me triage, which would take sometimes like 45 minutes to an hour to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that takes time on set and it's it sucked. Wow. But we, we started using a, near the very end, we started using a, uh, a, a foam latex, like a mask mm-hmm. instead. And it's so much lighter and it works so much better and it holds up. So like, you don't have to worry about the, 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 the liquid. Yeah, I was wondering if that it's, was uh, so I was wondering if the uh, if your face was like paint because the actor um, in the mm-hmm. uh, pizza scene, um, she was touching your face, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they had to uh, cut and, and 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 do the do the makeup again, mm-hmm. uh, especially the white yeah. part. Um, 
No, that 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 all holds up. It's like okay. whatever whatever he uses, this um, makeup he uses does not smear or anything. Thankfully, oh, wow. so yeah, it's mm. it's just the gelatin itself breaks apart, wow. which sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, but now we he's figured out because like with the this foam latex mask, he has to use a special type of oven because of the fumes from this stuff is pretty toxic. Wow. So he he's found a way to do this now. So that's what we're using from now on and it's, it's it's a godsend it's good it's like whenever whenever we do part three that's what we're going to be using because we're like yep this works so much better what <laughs> did, did you just do a spoiler right there you said part three yeah. we just get ready to talk about part oh, two damn oh, i didn't know about I, I didn't know anything about part three this is all awesome. yeah, we, yes. we fully intend to do a part three it's oh, like, and great. Like, it just depends on you know how successful part two is, but yeah, that's definitely, you know, he's always had a tr- trilogy, at least in mind. With wow, this character. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I like that. Well, let's talk about can, part two. Yeah. Can, can you give us any, okay. can you give us any details on part two? It's a huge movie. It's yeah. probably going to be one of the longest slashers ever released. Really? It's clocking it about two hours and 15 minutes. Are right? you kidding me? Nice. That's no, awesome. Like, and it's, wow. And it's because it's it, it's not like we're, you know there's been longer horror movies like Midsummer and stuff like that. a lot right. of the art house A twenty four type films are mm-hmm. longer movies yeah but it's like those are long because they just have they just draw everything out long right. yeah scenes true. Of people <laughs> talking and nothing yeah. happening it mm-hmm. just and then something happens and then a lot of no 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 Terrifier two is the opposite of that we have. Something happened. A little bit of dialogue. Something happened. Something <laughs> yeah. a little bit. We're constantly taking people on a roller coaster. Where you build them up, do something crazy, then you have to go back down for a little bit, and then boom, hit them again, hit them again. It's just, we're constantly doing that to you until we get to like the last third of the movie. And the last third of the movie just gets to this one part, and for the rest of the movie, it's just bam, 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 bam. That's what I love. I love it. Yes. Because so I hate watching like, a horror movie when like the last half hour is like the best yeah. part of it. You know, it's it's, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like I, 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 when I was after we had filmed it all, and, and I was thinking about it as a whole cohesive part. I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of like that last part of both the first two Child's Play movies, mm. where it's just like, oh my god, it just not does not stop. Right, it's relentless. Nice. It's the end. It's like, and just when you think it's over, no, it's not over. It just keeps going and going and going. Like, good God, <laughs> yes. And that, that's how this is. And it, I will also say a lot of the length is because of the kill scenes. We don't have this quick kill scenes of this. I, I, I will say there's a kill scene which is probably going to be the most controversial scene in the movie. Mm. That's what people going to be talking about. Is, oh, wow. We're probably going to get some hate for this scene because it's just so vicious and malicious and mean. It's like people that think Damien's a misogynist already are really going to be going, oh my god, you're even a worse person. Right. Bad, bad publicity yeah. is good publicity. Yeah, there you yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's controversy. It's yeah. definitely going to be a controversy. Yeah, talk about scene. it. Yeah, for sure. It, and it's it took us about a week to film this scene. We originally had it written differently because, you know, it was right before COVID, we, it was supposed to maybe take us about two or three days. And it was already a cool scene. It was going to be already controversial, but then COVID happened. And and Damon's like, we have time now. We don't have to, you know, rush things because of COVID. Hmm. So let's actually, he went back to the drawing board and was like, let's build upon what we were doing. Because, you know, we had to kind of rush it because, you know, 
it, just the time frame having to make prosthetics and stuff like this. Like, well, now I have the time to make more prosthetics. So I'm going to make this scene even bigger. Yeah, and so that's... what was supposed to take two days to film ended up taking almost a week to film. Wow. Because there are just so many things that I'm doing in this scene. It's just not like one action. It's just like just art just destroying a victim that's, for that's about good. five or six minutes. And it's just, good God, you're just going to be like, man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew there was going to be like a trilogy dude. like from the very first time you guys filmed uh, on one? There was already two planned? Or was yeah, it just, pretty much okay? We we hoped we hoped you know right. like when we were doing part one we were already talking about ideas for part two but we're like well we'll see if anybody actually likes what we do for part one. But we we were already thinking then oh yeah we got ideas and we were brainstorming and and we we were doing that in part two we were already like okay well we could bring this into part three from this happening here and blah 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 blah. So we we had ideas, and we're like Damien, especially, is always just coming up with new ideas for kill scenes, and that it, he sometimes just comes up with an idea for a kill scene and just builds a plot around that. Wow, which is kind of fun. Now, see, I haven't I haven't seen the um, the I guess you would call the pre the prequel to the Terrorizer because yeah. there's the movies that or the Terrifier, yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. would you say that Art the Clown? Is a a supernatural being because when he like mm-hmm. when he like shot himself he just like he came back to life so obviously yeah. this guy's not a human being for sure oh yeah yeah we we fully <coughs> we fully address that in part two very in, nice in oh, yes we Woo-hoo. we flat out address yes there's a supernatural entity involved okay. in all of this is, yeah he's. Because we figured uh, Damien's whole thing about that is like, you know, that's the thing with slashers. Like, you have to end up killing the villain somehow. That's just, you, you have to, but right. then you have to explain how they come back. And a lot of times they wait forever to explain how this villain's coming back and stuff like that. And it's like, no, let's just go ahead and just fully address how he's coming back. Hell right? yeah. Like, yeah. what's going on here? But, like, we also don't want to go into crazy territory with the supernatural aspects. It's, like, it's not like he's flying around and using superpowers. <laughs> yeah. And <shit>. yeah. <laughs> he's just hard to kill. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's just he's basically death personified in a lot of ways. Mm. You know, he's, like, he's just an, an, an unstoppable force to you know, be reckoned with. And, so he's your, like, Freddy Krueger slash Michael Myers slash Jason slash also Jeepers, yeah. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was a terrifying yeah. character as well. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about this guy. And I, and I, I kind of look as, like, I, I think he was even kind of surprised to come back from the dead. Yeah. So he has a new confidence now in himself. He's like, oh, shit, I'm yeah. hard to kill. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. So he's a lot more cocky and arrogant this time around. And he's oh. also just more willing to experiment and go over the top of things. He's like, oh, wow, okay, let's let's go crazy now. Will we and ever like, see I, Art the Clown speak at all? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I, think I don't think it should happen either. No, no. I don't think it should happen no, either. I, I think that would be a huge, you know, injustice to the character. That is true. Yeah. No yeah. matter what voice comes out of his mouth, people would be upset with. Right. Yeah. Yep. Like everybody has their own idea of how he would sound if he sounded like anything. Mm-hmm. True. 
it's just like it's like once you ruin that kind of mystery, it just defeats the purpose. It's like, eh. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you, you don't want to see what Master Chief looks like under the belt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just like, well, it's like I felt no, the sa- I felt the same with Goldberg for spoke <laughs> watching WCW because <laughs> he has he didn't speak and then all of a sudden he spoke. It was like, oh, is that what he sounds like? Oh, it's kind of weird. Oh, no, yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, don't don't, it. don't ever let Art speak. That, yeah. I I agree. No. Don't ever. Right. And, and I, I like it anyways with him not speaking because like it, it it makes him have to do other things to convey intent and motivation and everything like that. And what he's thinking, so that, that adds more to his clowning aspect. Or it humanizes him a little bit if you let him speak. Yeah, yeah. it would definitely yeah. humanize yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah. Yeah. It's just I, I think he's more interesting not speaking and right. having to. Use you know uh, the the silent clown nature of himself to yep. interact yeah. with people. So I, I think it's far more entertaining that way. It's just like yeah, it's 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 so easy for him just to say stuff and make punchlines and stuff like that. It's another thing for him to actually be funny and malicious and all that without speaking. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I'd say yeah, keep him silent, keep it creepy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, maniacal. Yeah. Like I like yeah. that. Um, Plus, I don't have to memorize anything. Exactly. It makes it easier on you. Uh, is yeah, there, it's like when I've done Joker, I have tons of monologues in my head. Like, yeah. Oh, God. It's like two pages Shit. of monologues. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> is there a release date for Terrifier 2? Oh, we're looking at by Halloween this year. Oh, it's, nice. Um, Perfect. Yeah, we're, yes. Yeah, as as I'm talking right now, we're in the 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 process of negotiating with some distribution, like you know Netflix and Shutter and stuff like that. Okay. So cool. Oh, is this gonna go so, straight? Yeah, to, is like, it gonna go straight to streaming? Ah, uh, who knows? And more than likely, I would think so. But yeah. of course, we would really love to show this in theaters in mm. some yeah, in some shape awesome. or form because this is a film that needs to be seen with a big audience. Mm-hmm. It's one of those type. You know, it's like. Slashers, they're so much fun to watch with a big group of people. You get people yeah. yelling and screaming. We got a taste of that. We showed like four minutes of footage at um, Texas Frightmare last year, mm. and we we ended up having the largest panel during that whole entire convention. We even outdid Malcolm McDowell. I'm like, holy crap! Oh wow! It's because everybody was in there because they wanted to see that just those four minutes of footage, and we didn't really show. We didn't even show a kill scene or anything. It was just a scene of art. It was kind of like a scene like the, the pizzeria scene with art just fucking around with people in public. Yeah, and just that everything was landing the way we wanted to land. Just hearing the reaction from the crowds, the the, the, the laughter, the the gas, the screams, and stuff like that it was like. Oh my God! We have got to see this with a real audience, especially if it has the '80s vibe. If the if the film yeah. already has the '80s vibe, let's let's go. Let's get it into the '80s atmosphere, which yeah. is oh, movie I theaters. I agree. Hey, even what about drive driving theaters? Yeah, I mean, right. that still we've exists. That we that be awesome. Even <coughs> excuse me, but doing like what uh, Kevin Smith did. Doing a road show with it. Ooh. Oh yeah, that'd be badass. I, oh my god. Yeah. Wouldn't that be creepy like if Art the Clown came out? Like, <laughs> right. you know? Oh, it'd be so much fun. It would be so much yeah. fun to do that. And plus, that'd be a fun way to interact with the fans and stuff like that too. Because yeah. yeah. I, I love seeing like Terrifier with it. I, I've seen it so many times with a big group of people, and that's it's always so much fun. It's just like it's it's a it's that type of film. It's it's fun to watch it multiple times. It's fun to see with a crowd of people. It, yeah. I agree. Well, it's like you know, it seemed like Midsummer or something like that. It's oh like, yeah, eh. I man, I like that movie a lot though. 
I, I did too, but it's like it's a different crowd. You, you don't is. get that crowd You're experience. Right. You're right. Watching that, it's like it's like going to see a Tarantino movie. You get that crowd experience. That, yeah. That, Sure. The over the top craziness. You know, it was like, oh my god! Like, like Django Unchained was probably one of my favorite moments ever watching a movie in the theater because it's like that. Just the crowd experience was just woo fun. Right. Yeah, you get that big reaction out of everybody. Yeah. Yep, I like it. Well, I don't want to keep you, so uh, I I really appreciate you taking the time out to. To come on here and great interview, yeah, yeah love this it. Was awesome. Yeah, no problem, guys. I had fun chatting with you. Yeah. I'm here speaking to uh, David Howard Thornton, uh, Art the Clown. If you have not seen the Terrifier, which came out in 2016, see it r- right away. I, I really, thoroughly, uh, really enjoyed this uh, yeah. l- little flick, um, which has become a big flick. And Terrifier Two is coming out this fall around Halloween, yes. right, Dave? Yes, I'm yes, so indeed. excited. All right. So, uh, yeah, man, I, like I said, I really appreciate taking time out and talking to us. And uh, we no hope problem. you stay well, and we're looking forward to the next movie. Yeah, You have okay. an Instagram. Uh, people could follow you on Instagram, right? Yeah, I'm on there under uh, David Howard Thornton on Instagram and Facebook. All so right. you can find me there. I followed and you that's this what morning, we'll, we'll today. We'll be posting all that kind of stuff um, for, like, announcements about release dates. Definitely follow me, and definitely follow Damien Leone. Okay, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to have to follow you. I'm, yep. I'm Kevin Groover on Instagram. You have to follow back now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send, send me a message. Send me a message. I will. I'll send I, you a message for sure. Stuff gets lost easily. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you one too. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you for you. Uh, coming, uh, you know, being on being on here and uh, for Beers and the Big Screen. Beers and the Big Screen. David Howard Thornton from The Terrifier. Hey, um, you have a, a great rest of your evening, my man. Yes, sir. You as well. Y'all take care. All right. All right. You too, man. All right, have a good night. All right, you too. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Man, what an awesome interview that was. That was awesome. Bo, I didn't know you had his n- number straight well, out I've on, your, on the sleeve. dial up. What is going on? Oh, yeah. My God, this is your like, third episode. You're already like, doing big things I know, on this I know. podcast. What can I say? I got Man. a lot of things up what my sleeve. What phone and... numbers you got in there? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, not at Liberty yeah, Discussed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, man... Listen, th- that was a great interview. It was a good interview. Great. And, yeah. and, and, he, and he loves to talk about... You You notice he loved to talk about Terrifier 2. Oh, yeah. You know, so he can't wait for this it, show. To, and the way he described it, I can't wait to watch it either. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm excited. excited, man. That's great. Hmm. And, and it's the truth, man. That character is like very creepy character. I think it's creepy. better than it. I think it's better than... I think it's up there with uh, Freddy Krueger, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a new icon for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, and it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think that about does it for this yeah, episode. Yeah, man, that was a great episode. That was a, good job, Bo. Yeah, great. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like let him go. You know, I didn't either. I didn't either. But I felt bad. I was like, oh. It was almost like he was sitting at the table with us. Like, you, yeah, it was you great. know, what I, like he's a very he's very good at like having conversations and it's not awkward. Yeah, and he um, is a really good storyteller. Exactly. Yeah, you know what he Maybe. needed. What. Stone Cold Steve Austin beer. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. He's broke his skull off the Maybe we can bring him back on for the second movie. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah for, oh, definitely. Well, you, you already got his number, man. Yeah, buddy. You're his buddy, man. Yeah. You're, you're invited to his wedding. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should invite him to yours. Yep. There all right. There you go. You're invited. Yeah, you're invited to my wedding. You better be there. Yeah. But uh, all right. Cool. Yeah. Well, does anybody else have anything to say before we close out? Jayla? 
No, I think that was a really good good show. It was good great. Interview. It was great. Good job, Bo. I'm going to find you. you some more famous friends. Yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, cool. All right. Well, I appreciate everyone listening, and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Woo-hoo!